if I'm going to invest my time and my energy and trying to figure out something as nuanced and complex as the online spaces, and I think that's actually where number one, most coaches get it wrong. They underestimate how nuanced and complex the online space can be. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hi, Amber. Hi, it's so good to see you. It's always so good to see you. I'm so glad that we're going to get to do this and selfishly, I just get some time with you, which is always makes me happy. I mean, same girl, same. Oh, okay. Well, I want to just dive into the goodness. We met through my mastermind, which we'll talk about in a moment, but that's mm-hmm. how we kind of originally, well, we connected online before that and, and mm-hmm. we're chatting. Um, but why I want you to, to talk about today is that I've loved your journey and I've loved your journey of growth um, as an entrepreneur and, and really kind of how you got to where you are because I think it's very relatable. And so I would love for you to share a little bit about what you do in the coaching space, why you were drawn to the specific type of coaching that you provide, and kind of what initially got you into here. Yes, I would love, love, love to. Yeah, you know, I think my journey, it's not, and I know a lot of coaches say this, right? And I think so many coaches, we how we get to where we are is from our own experiences and and what we lived and 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 you know, our struggles. And so for me, you know, really how I got into my specific niche is I work with women, specifically working moms to achieve sustainable weight loss and a, you know, a healthy lifestyle. I think working moms have their own set of struggles. We as women are wearing, you know, wearing so many hats these days as a working entrepreneurial mom myself, I can absolutely relate to that. And so, so much of how I even landed on sustainable weight loss is I struggled my entire life with that. I was very, from a very young age, I became a dieter at the age of like 15. This really progressed to a very unhealthy relationship with my body and with myself to where I was bulimic in my twenties. I healed from the physical uh, aspect of binging and purging but I never really healed from the, the mental part of it. And so this really just unhealthy, these destructive patterns and in, in myself just continued all through my twenties into my thirties. I became a mom. I had really from the outside looking in like the picture perfect life. I had a very successful husband who I'd known since I was seven. Uh, I had two beautiful children. Um, but when I was pregnant with both kids, I gave gained like 65, 70 pounds. And it's because I pretty much used those nine months of being pregnant as like a nine month binge session because I had been restrictive and being on diets my entire life. So tied to the external and how my body looked, you know, after I had the babies, um, I lost the weight of course, but it was really in a very unhealthy way, especially because as I was in my mid thirties, now my body's starting not to respond the same way it did in my like twenties. And so it really was just, it was really hard. In addition, I had a very successful uh, career in sales. You know, again, the outside looking in, right? The outside looking in, it was great. I I could do it in my sleep, and I made a lot 
of money doing it. But as I was approaching the age of 40, all of a sudden my my life imploded. My marriage completely fell apart. I was really very, very unhappy in my job because I was so unfulfilled. I knew I was meant for so much more. I just felt very stuck. Uh, and I was also very, very unhappy in my body. I was tired of being a slave to food. I was tired of hating myself, the way that I looked. I said, enough's enough. And at the age of 40, I was, I was getting ready to turn 40. And I was in the middle of all this chaos with like my, my marriage falling apart and, and, and all of it. And I decided for my 40th birthday, instead of going to like a, you know, girls gone wild uh, trip to Cabo, which I was supposed to do for my 40th. Okay. I decided that I was going to take a, uh, a reflective trip to Costa Rica and to a yoga retreat. And on that trip, my intention for going on the trip was even, I, even though I had all these things going on, it was really that particular trip. My intention was what, what do I want to do with my career? What do I want? I'm getting ready to turn 40. What do I want then my next, you know, however many working years to look like something's got to give. And that is in a, in a very, very just enlightening moment, meditating on the beach. I heard the call and the voice, which was I was supposed to be a coach. And I will tell you at that point in time, I think this is very important for anybody listening who is considering starting a business, who wants to become an entrepreneur, is not where, sure where to go. Like you don't always have to have all the answers you just have to be rooted in your why. And so for me, I didn't have all the answers even of like what I, what I was even going to coach on. I knew my why. And I also just felt my purpose of like, I felt in my soul that my purpose was to help other women to get unstuck. And at that moment, I didn't know I was going to be a weight loss coach. Are you kidding me? I was so in my own stuff about hating my own body. The thought of coaching other women how to do that, forget it. Like there's no way. All I knew is that in my soul, I was meant to help other women grow and live their best dang life. And that's all I knew. And so I came back though. And I think what's really important also to take away is that once you know that why, it's just about taking action, even if it's small action. When I got back, I sat and I got quiet and I, and I really started to just think about like, what am I interested in? What lights me up? This is what brought me back to the health and wellness piece of it. And so long story longer, I just ended up enrolling in a year long integrative nutrition program. Again, even at this time, I didn't even know that I was going to focus on you know, weight loss and fitness and all of that, because I had my own healing journey to do. But along the way, as I was healing, it was coming more clear to me what I was supposed to be doing and exactly who I was supposed to be helping. And so I started my company right before the pandemic hit. And that's really what brought me here. Oh, I love your story so much. And thank you for sharing all of that. Cause I, I think it, it needs to be one that even though people may hear it from other people at times of like how they got to where they are, we can never hear it enough. And I think that yours is just one of not only resilience, but just possibility of, you know, I think so many people make up and tell themselves that in order to be a successful coach or to be successful online or to, or to create something that they've wanted to do, they have to be a certain age or they have to be a certain look, or they have to, you know, have a certain amount of, you know, numbers in the bank account, or they have to have this, or they have to have that. And I love how your journey and, and just what you just reminded us about, like, you didn't even know what it was going to look like. You just knew that there was this deeper calling that you had to follow and that more 
was being revealed as you did that. And so I would love for you to kind of share what it was like, you know, the, the good, the bad, the, the scary parts of like you leaving this quote unquote safe job, you leaving this quote unquote safe, you know, um, what you envisioned, like your, your family looking like in your marriage and like all of this stuff that was happening at the same time. It's like, you you're leaving that behind to step into something new. And so what did have to change Amber with your mindset, with your emotions, with, you know, healing all of that with, with your belief in yourself, what are those things that had to start to change? So you could really start to see, um, results from all the actions that you were putting behind what you were doing. Oh, such a, a good question. And I will tell you, like, as you're asking that question, like so many things are, are coming up for me. I think the, and the word that kept coming up for me as you're speaking was the word trust, not only trusting that I was like headed and that I was doing the right thing that I was where I was supposed to be, but also trusting myself. I will say that when I started my company, I didn't just go off immediately and quit my, you know, multiple six figure sales job. I did not do that. I worked both jobs for almost a year. It was fortunately my previous job was a, a sales job. So I had some flexibility there, but I got to tell you, I was working I mean, to the bone, I was working like, you know, 14 hour days. Uh, you know, I was just, I was so committed though. Like my drive was so strong. And so finally it just got to the point for me where I realized that I was holding myself back, that I was never really going to give this coaching business a fair shot if I was you know, working the other job as well. When I decided to leave my very successful sales job, my divorce had just gotten finalized. So now I'm really on my own. And to walk away from this, like I said, very cush job and step fully into this coaching, it was scary. It was super scary. I was terrified, but I'll never forget having a conversation with my brother. And there was two things that I walked away from that conversation one, which is one, you know, look at how far I've come. And I'm a very spiritual person. So for me, I felt like God had shown me enough where even though he didn't show me everything, he didn't, I didn't have all the answers. He had shown me enough. I was at least 51% sure. I was at least 51% sure that this is where I was supposed to be. And so for me, that was enough. I trusted that he had shown me enough and created a path light enough for me that this is where I was supposed to go. But the other part of it is that my brother said to me, Amber, you can always go back. You can always go back and get another job. You know how to make money. You can always go back. And I thought, okay, I'm scared as heck. So I think number one, it was trusting myself. Yes. The mindset changes. I think trusting myself, you know, looking at the evidence in order to not sometimes taking a leap of faith, not just that a leap of faith, but it's also just looking at the evidence to relieve the fear, right? Like what's the evidence that I've been successful. And I would say another piece of it too. And this is something that I really suffered from a lot in the beginning, which I think a lot of new entrepreneurs suffer from. But even, you know, it's so funny, this even came up for me today, even this morning I was thinking about it, but it's the whole imposter syndrome. When you're, that was something for me that I really had to let go because in the beginning, when you're really trying to make a name, and I'm still trying to make a name for myself, right? I'm still trying to, you know, in my, in this online space, that's very competitive. You know, when you are trying to really get across to the world that you are an expert in your field, it's very normal to like second guess everything that you say. It's very normal to, you know, fear that, uh, you know, look at, you know, people who are ahead of you, other entrepreneurs, other people in your space, in your niche, and feel less than and feel like, again, that imposter syndrome come up. And so I think for me, those are the two, you know, biggest things were um, just like learning to trust myself 
and also really working through imposter syndrome. I would love for you to kind of share a little bit more about about the the context of those things. And so I love that you shared the mindset, but I know that something that trips people up is like, how did you get to the other side of the failures? Or like, what did the struggles look like? Or, you know, if there were some months that you hit your money goal and then there are other months that you that you didn't hit your money goal, especially in the beginning, like how did you keep moving forward? And I guess maybe, I don't know if it was blinders or what it was for you to get you over those initial humps to where you don't quickly psych yourself out and say, okay, well, let me just go apply to some corporate job that I don't want. I think for me, it was, well, number one, it's in my nature to not be a quitter. Like I can't like almost sometimes I'm sometimes to my detriment. Okay. Like sometimes there are some things that I should walk away from that I don't. One of the biggest things is that I was so, and I am so proud of what I had built, even in the beginning when I was having those months where maybe I'd had a great month before. And then all of a sudden now I'm, you know, looking at my bank account and I'm like, oh my gosh. And you can start to go into that, that scarcity feeling and it can bring up a lot of fear And again, I think it was really rooting into, for me personally, for me personally, it was really rooting into that trust. It was really rooting into that. Yes, this month is not looking great, but let's detach the emotions. And this is still a hard one for me. I still have to practice this one all the time. And business is detaching the emotion from, from a launch, from that sales call where they said no video on, on social media that, you know, got some uh, negative comments or whatever. I think it can be very easy to be so emotionally involved, but when you're so emotionally involved, I think that it really blinds you from being able to look at the data and being able to course correct and maybe do things a little bit differently. So I think for me, you know, it was definitely, you know, rooting into like trusting where I'm at. And also I will say this too, let me, I just want to back this up a little bit too, and just say that one of the things too, that I, that did help me is that in my other sales job, I was hundred percent commission-based as well. So that piece for me of always having to, you know, eat what I kill has been ingrained for me for a very long time. Now I know somebody listening to this who maybe came from a sales job that had a salary and all of that, that can feel very scary. And I I totally understand that. But again, this is where I think just leaning into, again, trusting where you've been, but then also being able to go back and look at the data, look back and see what, what worked, what didn't work and being able to self-correct and move forward. As creators, we often don't have a huge team to build our business, but that doesn't mean that we have to do it alone. Kajabi gives you all the tools that you need to build a profitable business. Kajabi is your all-in-one platform for digital products. Designed for creators to create, market, and sell their digital content, no matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. Now, there is a reason why Kajabi has been the go-to place for over a decade for so many creators. And you guys know how much I love data. You hear me talk about it all the time on this podcast, the importance of analytics. With Kajabi, you also get robust analytics easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates. With Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates, all built in. The best part? You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. 
there are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $6 billion. Now we know that running a small business is no feat but our friends at JustWorks are here to make it a whole lot easier for us. JustWorks software automates HR for both employees and admins. As a reliable and flexible platform, JustWork earns back time so you can focus on running your business with big confidence. Signing up is a breeze. In just 30 minutes, you can set up payroll that streamlines paying your team, saves time, and mitigates errors. And it's desktop and mobile friendly. Plus, you can get ready to pay yourself and your amazing team in as little as two business days. That is the kind of speed and efficiency that we need as small businesses. You can even integrate time tracking and benefits that support running your small business with ease. Don't miss your chance to get one month free by visiting justworks.com influencer. Secure the limited time offer and start letting JustWorks run your payroll so you don't have to. Start your free month now at justworks.com slash influencer. So walk us through a little bit about how, if you can remember, how you figured out like who is my ideal woman and what does she need from me and how am I providing that? Because I know that that's always like a huge, a huge one for women when they're, they're like, okay, I'm going to start this thing, but like, I don't even know <laughs> what to do or what to offer or who I'm talking to. Walk us through how you discovered that. Cause in the beginning you said like, I know that I'm supposed to be a coach, but I don't even know what this is going to look like. So how did you really start to niche down and specialize in the healthy weight loss for that specific type of woman. Yeah. So I'll never forget this conversation and how I arrived to this. So I was, it was like a few months in to my company and I was working with a business coach. There's always one thing I want to share with entrepreneurs who are just getting going, like the things that I did wrong that I wish I did differently. And like one of the, one of the things that I always share is right before I really launched my company and before I got clear on exactly who I was helping, this is why this is so important because I, to everybody listening, you have to get clear on who you're helping before you go and design programs and build a website and do all the things. And I'm not just talking about like generally, I'm talking like super specific niche down. Because when I first started, I was like, oh, I just want to help women who are in their thirties just to like, not feel so re overwhelmed and, you know, resentful. And I just want to like help them to be less stressed and to just live a better life. Now that I'm so in the online space, I'm like, that's so general and generalized. No wonder I wasn't getting any traction. And so, but I had went and I had built a $5,000 website. I mean, literally dropped 5k on a website, designed all these programs, did this whole thing and nothing was happening. And so I'll never forget this conversation, the business coach I was working with and, I, and we were having this like heart to heart and I was like, I just don't understand. Like I'm not getting any traction. I have no clients. And she's like, well, who do you help? And I went to this whole thing. She's like, that's not very, that's, she's like, that's too general. And I, and she said, well, I saw, I just don't know. I don't know how to get specific. And she says, what do people come to you for? Like, I'm not talking about in business, like in life, it's a great place to start. Like, what do people come to you for? And I was like, well, people have always come to me for like fitness and like eating well, because it's always been my passion, even though on the inside, I was like living this like very destructive life around those things. 
But on the outside, people will come to me about health and wellness advice and all of that. And she's like, that's what you need to lean into. And I was like, what? I was like, I can't. And then of course, for me, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do that because I am such a mess when it comes to that. And this is what started like the entire thing. And this is what started into what I realized though, from that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly why I'm supposed to heal myself with this so that I can help other women with this. And I, that is really where it started for me was just getting really honest of like what people come to me for, where, where are my talents? And also I think, you know, what did I enjoy? What lit me up? And it was the health and wellness. The reason why I was so blocked to it was because it was my own stuff that I needed to heal. That's so good. And I think it's just, I know it can sound really simple, but it's the thing that I think trips so many women up. And I love that you said like, before I started a website, before I started making offers, before I got worried about this thing and that thing, and what should my brand name be? And what should my logo colors be? It's like, get clear on who you're actually showing up for and like who you're going to be selling to, because that is what is going to sustain you over time. Not your logo, not your website, not any, all of that stuff can come. So I love that you shared that. And you also shared something that I picked up on. You said that you were talking to your, to a coach at the time that was Mm -hmm. helping you map this out, but you were only a few months into your business. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear about why and how you decided to hire a coach so early on, because I think that there's this this other idea, misconception, myth, whatever it is, that someone has to be further along in their business before they can invest in their business. Or people make up and tell themselves that, you know, I'm not ready for, I, I need to go and figure this out myself first. I need to figure out who I serve first myself. I need to figure out what I'm offering first myself. I need to figure out how I'm going to be marketing myself first before I go and invest in a coach without realizing that it's actually investing in someone who specializes in those things that helps you figure that out. And I see so many women, and I know you do too, Amber, that just stay on a a lot of them for years. Like I have people coming to me now that were like, I've been following you since 2019. And I'm like, 2019, like, what have you been doing for the last four years? And they're like, well, I just kept making up and telling myself that I needed to figure this out before I was ready. And it's like, well, what do you think gets you ready? So I would love just to hear your experience with that and, and why you made the decision so early on. And I know your journey and I know that you've always been an advocate in just getting the support and, you know, believing mm-hmm. that, you know, even all coaches need coaches. So I would love to hear your journey about that. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's exactly right. Number one, all coaches do need coaches, but you hit it spot on. It's like that. I think that, that, that story we create for ourselves, like, oh, I just need to figure it out myself or, oh, I need to be further along in order to have a coach. Like it's actually backwards. That's completely backwards. Well, number one, just giving further insight into my personality. Like I don't have patience to just settle in mediocrity. Like this is why I got the $5,000 website. Okay. Now I'm not saying all of my decisions are, uh, you know, smart. That one was not smart. Getting a coach was though. But for me, I'm always like, listen, if I'm going to do something, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to halfway do it. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to do it. And so for me, I was like, if I'm going to invest my time and my energy and trying to figure out something as nuanced and complex as online, the online spaces. And I think that's actually where number one, most coaches get it wrong. They underestimate how nuanced and complex the online space can be. Now, I don't say that if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting online, I don't want to say that to scare you. I just say that to this is all the more reason why you should hire an expert who can guide you through this process because you will waste a lot of time 
trying to figure out the online space and online marketing. It's unlike any other thing. I mean, when I first got going, I was like, oh, I just like, once I just like turn on my, I'll just turn on the website and everything. Then I'll just start getting hits. People start, you know, messaging me for coaching. That is obviously so not what happens. You know, like I said, the online space, um, it can be daunting and there's a lot to learn. And so I think for me, it was really just, really seeing the value in investing in somebody that was further along than me, because basically I wanted the cliff notes. I didn't want to have to figure it all out by myself. I wanted the cliff notes where somebody who could guide me, give me the support, the reassurance, somebody I could bounce ideas off of, somebody that I could brainstorm with so that I had the confidence to know that I was on the right track so that I could stay in my lane, which, you know, in my zone of genius with the coaching and all of that, I didn't want to have to be distracted of whether, you know, worrying about, you know, this, Hey, was this freebie? Was this, was this a good choice? Like whatever that looked like, I just wanted to have like the support knowing that that was good. I was on the right track and I could focus on the things that I love to do, you know, in building my business and coaching and all of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's perfect. And speaking of which dive us into what your business is, who you serve, what it looks like, how you show up in the world to support the amazing women that you do. I am coaching working moms in the sustainable weight loss space. So for the woman that I serve, she's the woman that is like, you know what? It's not that I don't know how to lose weight. Like I've read every book, I've done every diet, I've watched every YouTube video, I've done all of it. I'm just struggling to make it a seamless and like effortless part of my life. I, I am a working mom. I am, you know, worrying about counting my macros and counting my calories and all that. That's not important to me. And in fact, I don't even have the brain space to deal with that anymore because I have all these other things that are important to me. And so I, I just want to uh, lose the weight. I don't want to keep it off and I don't want to have to diet and I don't want to have to, you know, miss out on, you know, that glass of wine that I want or, you know, that chocolate. I just want it to be, you know, more effortless and, and a lifestyle. And that's really, um, you know, the woman that I serve. And so, uh, for me, I, you know, I think what makes me a little bit different in this space, and I think this is what serves me because I've lived this life. Um, you know, the way that I coach, it is through lifestyle transformation. So we are leading with more of the mindset, the food relationship, um, and learning to make yourself a priority before we even get to the nutrition and the exercise and all of that. Because the truth is, is that diets teach you to go double down on nutrition and exercise. And, and we can do that as, 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 you know, focused, high achieving women, we could just double down on the, on the food and the exercise. But after a while, once that's done, uh, then slowly but surely, if we've done nothing to change our beliefs and our, you know, patterns and our habits and all of that, we go right back to doing what we were doing, which is why the weight comes back. And so the way that I teach weight loss, it is, uh, it, it's through that um, sustainable lens, which starts with uh, the mindset piece of it. That's who I serve for helping women. And this is the holiday season. And I know that that can bring up a lot emotionally for women, especially when it comes to food, family dynamics, drinking, all of those things. Um, is there any kind of tips that you can share with those um, just through the work that you do and um, anything, any kind of gleams that we can take from you today on like how to approach a season like this, if that is something that that historically 
um, has been a challenge for anyone that's listening. Yeah. You know, I talk a lot about this in my practice and I can, and again, this goes back to, I can speak to this because I lived this every like Thanksgiving. It was like, I was oscillating between having like so much anxiety or just being throwing my hands up and being like, I'm going to just get it between Thanksgiving and new year's. And then come new year's, I'm going to start over. Like, I don't even want to have to deal with the stress of trying to eat quote healthy. You know, I'm just going to, you know, be on that kind of that binge cycle and I'll start over on in January. You know, one, of the biggest things for women is really starting to lose this like all or nothing or perfectionist type of mentality when it comes to your nutrition and your exercise. And if you are somebody who struggles going into the holidays, like worried that you're going to mess up or you're going to overdo it or, or whatever that looks like, it's really just letting go of this like all or nothing. I got to start over tomorrow. I'm going to start over in January. Just letting that go and just really focusing on the mantra of progress over perfection. One of my favorite books is, uh, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about just being 1% better, 1% better each and every day. And so, you know, waking up every day and really just, you know, just intentionally going throughout your day about what, you know, what can you do to fuel your body and what can you do just to be 1% better? And I think when you can really approach your health and wellness through that, it does eliminate a lot of the up and down roller coasters, especially that, the holidays can bring. The other thing that I will say that can be helpful is really losing the mentality that like, this is your only chance to like, get it in. And what I mean by that is like, I've heard somebody, you know, give the example of like holiday cookies. Well, I ate 10 holiday cookies because God knows when I'm going to get those gingerbread cookies again. So this is my time to like, get it in, you know, and then for a lot of women that can start the shame and the guilt and all of that. And this is really what I want to remind you of. Girl, you can make those gingerbread cookies 364 other days of the year. Okay. Like let that story go. That is a story you've created for yourself. Okay. Any sort of food story that you, that you've created this food scarcity, that this is your only time, whether it's holiday specific or whatever that is, that's a lie. Let that go. You actually can eat that cookie any time you want, but because you spend the other 364 days of the year telling yourself you can't then now, now that's why you've created that story. So just, I want you to have a reframe and just say to yourself, I always tell my clients, the answer is always yes. Okay. First, when you can tell yourself yes, first, you actually move out of that monkey brain, that part of your brain that just tells yourself, no, 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 no. And you can actually move into a more rational part of your brain that allows you to make decisions that are aligned with your goals. And if you don't believe me, just try it. It's called, I call it the power of permission. Okay. The power of permission. So that's what I want you to try this holiday season. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that juicy tidbit um, and that big takeaway. Since I am all about habits and routines and goals for the new year, let's talk about healthy eating. Now, obviously, this is a hot topic for so many of us right now because I know that so many people are looking to revamp their eating habits in the new year. But I think so often we fall short because of a few things. One, it can be really time-consuming to cook fresh meals every day, especially as a parent. Two, it can be time-consuming and difficult to prepare and go to the grocery store and just have all the ingredients that we need for the week. And so if you're anything like me, what tends to happen is that we fall back on old habits of just ordering out all of our meals or snacking around meals or just grabbing whatever we find in the pantry and not really giving our bodies the nourishment that we need. But a really simple solution that I have found for the new year 
is HelloFresh. Whether you want to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Imagine having farm fresh ingredients and chef crafted recipes delivered to your doorstep, no grocery store chaos. Also, what I love about HelloFresh is that everything comes pre-portioned right to your doorstep, which is a huge perk for me because of the time savings, and there's less hassle and less wasted food. Another perk with me because with two small kids in the house, it is so easy for us to waste food and that drives me crazy. And even if there are nights where you barely have any time to cook, what you can do is check out their lineup of 15 minute recipes, which are amazing. These are great for those nights when you're just trying to catch up on all the duties and you just need a healthy but quick option. I made a really good chicken dish the other night and they also have some good vegan options. My husband is also gluten-free, so they have something for everybody regardless of what your dietary preferences may be and this is huge for so many of us as I know. Now here is the big news. HelloFresh understands the breakfast game and how important getting protein first thing in the morning is. So HelloFresh is giving all subscribers free breakfast for life. Yes, you heard it right. A free breakfast item with every single delivery. I mean, who wouldn't want to wake up to that? We all know the importance of breakfast and getting that protein fix in the morning. And the fact that I just don't have to think about it just made HelloFresh a no brainer for me this year. So that means you will enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. So go to hellofresh.com slash influencer free and use code influencer free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash influencer free with the code influencer free. Check it out and find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. The next thing that I want to dive in, and again, just we've heard your journey. It's not always rainbows and butterflies, but you've you've talked the talk and you've walked the walk. And and me just knowing you, I mean, I, I just know that it's it's always a, an evolution of growth. And that's why I love you and your story and your journey so much. I would love for you to share just what your experience has been, because I haven't been your only coach. I was I had the honor of being your coach through our mastermind in 2023. But would love to hear a little bit more about, you know, the idea of a mastermind, what you love about it, what that experience is like, how it may be different than just one-on-one coaching or, you know, a one-off thing that somebody may do here or retreat there. Um, but really how that has been a, a service to you and to your business and anyone out there that maybe they've been on the fence about, you know, getting support, getting a coach, joining a mastermind, whatever that is for them, um, you know, ways to really help them see, the other side of it, even with all of the fears and and excuses that can come up. Yeah. You know, I first got introduced into a mastermind uh, a couple years ago and I will never go back to just like one-on-one coaching. For me, a mastermind is absolutely where it's at. Number one, I will just say some of the friendships that I have formed in these masterminds are lifelong friendships. So that's just like the, the personal side of it. But number two, from a business standpoint, what an incredible opportunity to not only network, obviously, with others in your space, even if they're in different industries, just like, you know, kind of in the trenches in the online space, but what you learn from what other people are going through in a one-on-one environment, you, you don't get that. You don't get that. But like, you know, for instance, with your, your mastermind, being able to come together, 
you know, for those group calls and be able to sit. And what I love about yours too, is it was a small enough group to where every, you know, you were, oh, your voice was always heard. It was a very close knit group to where everybody was really learning off of each other. And it was just such a collaborative environment, which until you're in that space, uh, you don't realize the value of it. The other thing I love about it too, is that there's always somebody in the mastermind that's a few steps ahead of you which is really powerful. I think sometimes even having a coach, you can even subconsciously say to yourself, even if you have the coach like, oh yeah, well, that's easier for her to say because you know, she's like, she's making it, right? She's making tons of money and she's doing amazing, right? But being able to even be in a collaborative space where people in the group that are even a little bit further you, it just seems a little bit more doable, right? Because they're just maybe a few steps ahead of you. They're not 20 steps ahead of you, right? Or whatever. And so I think that part of it can be very empowering to be able to even be in service to other people who are maybe your, your 10 steps ahead of. And, and number one, it's empowering. And I think it's also, be like I said, it's great to be in service. But then also, I think what that experience did for me was that it also gave me a little bit of confidence too, which I was like, oh, dang, I actually know more than I think I do. And then that's not to say like, oh, look at him. They're not doing, but I mean, it was like when I would speak and there'd be questions, I'd be like, oh, where, where did that come from? I actually know more than I think I do. So for me, the ma mastermind, that's why I love it so much is really just, you know, collaboratively how much you can can learn from that experience. And I think too, for like, especially for coaches, like it makes you a better coach. 100%. Any mastermind, whether I have been in one or even when I've just hosted them, because I've had, I think three or four iterations of a mastermind that I've hosted and I've done them in so many different ways. I've had year long ones. I've had six months ones. I've had virtual ones. I've had in-person ones. Like there's so many different ways that you can test and kind of skin the cat, so to speak. But I think no matter what, in all the iterations, a huge takeaway is like, it actually makes me a better leader, a better entrepreneur, a better coach because of the, some of the things that you just said. Like so much of of maybe you not being in the smartest the smartest person in the room, there's so much benefit to that. Mm -hmm. But it's more so than this idea of like, I'm going to come in here and this one person is going to teach me everything she knows. And then that's going to be the magic pill that I need in order. It's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. It's like the validation that you receive to know how brilliant you are and how much you do give to the world and you do give to your people, you get to take that back into your communities and share that. What you do learn and how empowering that is, nuances and things that it's like, I think it's so easy for us to get lost in just our day-to-day -day of how we show up and our day-to-day -day and how things run and like, oh, well, I've done it this way, so it must be that way. And then hearing kind of completely different takes to maybe getting to the same result is really fascinating. And so I love that you talked about just the intimacy of that and what that can really build. I would love to know from you if there were anyone out there that was like, well, what really is the, ben like, why would you say that that is, is better than like one-on-one -on -one coaching? Or if they're trying to, to me, I think it's actually comparing apples to oranges. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like a dentist to a doctor, but what was kind of your take of like, you know, the benefits that we've also heard, but really how that's going to, I think, more strengthen the relationship and the networking side that I think is so important that you don't necessarily get in just a one-to-one -one coaching capacity. Well, first of all, what I'll say is I think that being an entrepreneur in itself can be a very lonely experience. You know, if you are not in a type of environment that is that, you know, that mastermind or that group environment, it can feel very lonely. There's, there's that piece of it, but also exactly what you said is about being able to like network. And so not only learning from each other, but man, I've had some beautiful like collaborations that have actually brought me money 
to come out of masterminds, right? One of the beautiful things about being in a mastermind is being able to connect with, let's, you know, other people, even that, that are not in your niche that would complement what you do. Uh, and, and being able to brainstorm about maybe some different business ideas that could come out of that. So, I mean, I've done launches where I've, you know, partnered up with somebody in my mastermind and it's brought me income. So, I mean, that just talking from a straight up ROI, I mean, right there, that's great. I also think too, you know, going back to this whole, you know, it can be a lonely space being able to network. And like, there's something, it's almost like a, you know, as soon as you join a network or as soon as you join a mastermind, it's like, everybody's connecting and we're finding each other on social media and all of that. And, you know, it can be, it, it is very encouraging and very powerful to have cheerleaders cheering you on. Anytime you post something on social media, you've got somebody who's maybe reposting it or they're, you know, liking your stuff. I mean, this is how we all start to support each other. So I think having that support in the online space is also really helpful. And so I would say really for me, those are like the top three benefits, you know, just the, just the mastermind part, not even talking about, I mean, if you'll give me time, I'm going to go on forever about how beneficial the one-on-one -on -one piece of it is with you. Okay. So like that we can get to that, Julie, I would say just the straight up mastermind part. It's yeah, it's definitely having those collaborative, you know, to, from the learning standpoint, it's also having those collaborations from just a growth standpoint, even, you know, monetarily, and then just that support. That support too, like even when the coach is out of the room, right? Being able to message somebody in the mastermind, you know, you know, voice note somebody and be like, hey, oh my God, this is what's going on, you know, da, 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 da. And having, being able to almost have little mini kind of coaching sessions with each other outside of the actual mastermind walls. Uh, where a coach is facilitating. I love that. And, and that was going to kind of be my next thing. So as I mentioned, I mean, masterminds are all set up differently. That's why I always talk about like you, you really have to find one that is that the space is cultivated in a way in which it actually serves you. And so, um, I've done masterminds where I don't offer one-on-one -on -one support and then I've had iterations where I do. And so it's now something that is offered to members if they do want to tap into that. And my first time trying that was actually last year with yours and I ended up loving it. And it allowed me to really build relationships. You know, the women that decided I want the mastermind and I want this one-on-one -on -one component with Julie, just the relationship that we were able to build. And just from my perspective as a coach and as a leader, the way that I was able to really like root in and support this one person just as a human being <laughs> was, was really, really special. And so I would love to hear what your experience kind of with that was with us being able to, and I love to do it through Voxer, even though some people are like, what is this walkie talkie app? And I don't want to use it. I'm like, don't, don't hate on Voxer until you try it because it can actually be very addictive, but I would love to hear what your experience through that was. Well, first of all, the fact that you said you loved it after you finished coaching me through Voxer is like, like a Christmas miracle because uh, listen, people, I'm one of those ones where I maximized my time with Julie through Voxer. Okay. Like we were talking almost daily. I mean, seriously. So I, I will say this, the mastermind piece of it, it was absolutely amazing. But the one-on-one -on -one in addition to that was absolutely freaking priceless. I can tell you that, and I've shared with you, you know, with this, like what I learned about myself as an entrepreneur, like through our one-on-one -on -one time together was just incredible because number one, 
sometimes take the things that we talked about in the mastermind and then bring it into our own private space and really drill down into how I can apply that into my business. Because one of the things with the mastermind is people are at all different levels, right? And so what I really appreciated then is being able to take some of these ideas and concepts and things that came up in the mastermind and being able to go offline with you and be like, okay, now, so what, what do we think of this? And let's bang out some ideas. But in addition, it was having a coach in my back pocket. It was anytime I, something came up for me about anything, I could reach out to you. And one of the beautiful things about the way that you coach is you're the perfect combination. You are like the strategic part of it and so well-versed in the strategy. But then, you know, being an entrepreneur is not just strategy. You know, we need to be able to talk through those mindset blocks and how do we get through those. And, and, and you're really, really good at coaching through those pieces as well. And so for me, just having a a mentor, I mean, that's what I, you know, think of you as for sure and still to this day, having a mentor that I could come to like with anything and be like, this is what's going on today. I don't even know. And sometimes it was strategy. Sometimes it was like, hey, I've got this landing page and I'm not sure what to do about this. Like, what do you think? Or sometimes it was like, Julie, I'm going into scarcity mode. Like I haven't had a sale in, you know, all, in th two weeks, whatever, whatever. Let's talk this through. Or hey, I just hired this ad agency and this is what's going on. I don't know. What should I do about this? Let's talk about it. I mean, just the peace and the confidence that it gave me from being able to have that one-on-one -on -one access to you uh, because I trusted you and I trust you because you're where I want to be. It was priceless. It was, it was awesome. And I loved it too. It, it kind of reminded me of like insurance, right? Like it's not that you need it every minute of every day to live your life, right? you know, but it's like if crap hits the fan and you get in a car accident or someone like rams you from behind or you don't know which, you know, route to take to get somewhere the easiest and fastest, like it's going to be, it's going to be there for you. And I think that that's really the more that people kind of look at that one-on-one -on -one support, not so much of, of like, what can I get from this and how can I just like suck everything out of this until they eat? But really it's like, how can I make this work for me for the long run? And how is this helping me and supporting me become a better visionary, a better entrepreneur, a better leader? in how I approach things. And I think that that is really what I loved about it too, is that it wasn't just about, well, this is how you do this and this is how you do that. And this is how, but it's like, how do we actually empower you to step in to lead bigger and greater and with more capacity and compassion for what it is that you're wanting to call in? And I think that that is, that is just why I love it so much and why I'm going to continue to offer it because it, it really does complement the work that already happens in the mastermind so beautifully. Yeah. And you, absolutely. I mean, that's 1000%. And one of the other things too, that I want to mention that is also so valuable is the way that you peel back the curtain uh, on what's going on in your own business for those who are in the mastermind. Like that is incredible. So just being able to like hear from you, like what's working in your business, what's not working, like how did that launch go? How did this go? Like that honestly was really, really powerful too. Like, Hey, this is this, you know, you would even get as granular, which I so appreciated being like, this is the email that I sent out to, you know, like, this is my strategy behind this. This is what I was thinking. This is how it went. This is where I did. And you were very honest. Hey, this actually, this hit and this did not hit. And this is why we think, and it's really just like sharing the behind the scenes you know, being privy to that information was also super helpful for me. Yeah. I love that too. I mean, that's how I think and I work. Yeah. And it's like, if someone can give me like 
an asset that they actually used. And then they tell me, this is what worked. This is what different didn't. This is what I would do differently. And then I can take that and actually like copy, paste, tweak, optimize, and apply it to my own business. Like that is the cliff notes. Like you can't, I don't think you can put a price tag on that in my opinion. That's what's always helped me the most. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I love you so much. You know, we could just talk all day. Um, But I want you to share where our incredible, beautiful, brilliant listeners can find you if they want to reach out to you after this episode. And for those listening, as always, if anything resonated with you today, if there was anything that just made you feel seen, heard, not alone, any aha moments, please make sure to screenshot this episode, tag me, tag Amber, share with us, slide into our DMs, let us know what resonated with you because that just allows us to continue to do the work that we do um, in in best service to you. So Amber, if you can share your your handles, your website, anything new that's coming up, if you want to direct anybody to anything, especially with the holidays and the new year coming up. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So you can find me over on Instagram. I'm uh, at msambershaw.com. So missambershaw.com. I also have a a private Facebook group um, that I would love to share with the listeners. I'll have that in the show notes. And this is a private Facebook group for uh, working moms who really are looking to achieve sustainable weight loss. And this is a free Facebook group. Um, so lots of valuable tips in there. I go live every week. Um, so lots of, it's just a great, great community. So we'd love to see you in there. And then I also have a podcast. It's called the Wellness Revolution Podcast. Uh, and you can find that Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Thank you again, Amber. I love you so much and um, can't wait for the world to hear more of all the goodness that you have to share. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.